Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then I want you to know that this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I'll help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you're able. Because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hey there, before we get started today, I just want to make sure that you know about the Secret Sister Circle. This is something that I have just created. It's a brand new membership for my Secret Sisters, meaning other wives of alcoholics, that I really would love to have you join me in. It basically is a path to take you from being where you're at right now, which if you're like me, you're probably in the middle of feelings of hopelessness and despair and confusion, um, just not really knowing what to do, where to turn and feeling like there's no end in sight. So I wanted to create kind of a journey for you to get you from that place into the restoration and wholeness that I know you can have in your life. Uh, even as the wife of an alcoholic. So the whole vision for the membership is to get you off the emotional roller coaster of having an alcoholic spouse and just feeling like you're at the mercy of that day after day. We'll help you work through learning exactly what you can do to improve things instead of just feeling like you have to sit around and hope and pray that things are going to change someday. And also it helps you feel not so alone because you'll have a community of other sisters who are going through the same things that you are. So bottom line, if you need support and direction through the day-to-day struggle of being the wife of an alcoholic, then this membership is absolutely for you. I would absolutely love for you to join me. You can just go to my website, marriedtoaddiction.com and look for the tab that says Secret Sister Circle. I hope to see you there. Hey, it's Julie. Welcome to episode 16 of the Married to Addiction podcast. Today's episode is called Heart Wounds Lead to Blind Spots. I heard somebody say that a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, wow, if that isn't true for being married to an alcoholic. So today, I want to kind of let you know, straight out of the gate, it's going to be a little bit of tough love. And the reason why is because I didn't have anybody do that for me when I was walking this path when my husband was deep in addiction a few years ago, and I so wish they had because I didn't know what I didn't know. And I didn't realize how much damage I was doing to myself and ultimately even to the situation by thinking the way I did, acting the way I did, and feeling the way I did. So today I'm going to basically say to you all of the things that I wish that I had someone say to me back then. It's hard for me to give tough love sometimes because I really like to be encouraging. And I really like to, um, you know, kind of be there for you and give you the warm fuzzies and give you hope and all of those things. But the fact of the matter is that sometimes it just plain takes some tough love for us to get it, right? For us to understand what we really need to understand. So the first thing I want to ask you today is, are you controlling your feelings or are your feelings controlling you? 
And of course, all of this stuff is rooted in biblical teachings. Like we're not supposed to be led around by our feelings. We're supposed to take our thoughts captive. You know, all of these things we're supposed to uh, think on only good things. And I, I understand that when we're in this situation, that feels super impossible. But I want to break it down for you a little bit today so that maybe you can see it in a different light and really have it resonate with you. So wondering whether our feelings are controlling us or if they're if we're controlling them is a good place to start or not wondering, but, you know, thinking about that. And the reason why I wanted to start with that question is because I'm in some groups on Facebook for Wives Alcoholics, and it is just a constant theme of women who just are completely overwhelmed by their feelings all the time. They have trouble getting control of them. They have trouble not succumbing to them. They have trouble uh, having them not turn into actions, which end up you know, being hard for them, being hard for their family, being hard for their situation in general. And they're just staying stuck in this torment and bondage. And again, I understand so well how hard it is to not be in that spot when you are when your husband is in active addiction. I get it. I was just looking through some emails today that I saved on my phone that I was that I sent to my husband while we were going through all of this and the the pain and the the torment that I was in, I mean, I just I teared up reading it because it's so hard to go back and and relive those emotions. And I, I understand that it's hard to get out of that those feelings when you are in the situation that you're in. But I want you to know that it's not impossible and it doesn't have to take you down. The other thing that I kind of want to mention to you, and this is really the tough love piece, is, and let me preface this by saying that I really re- recognize this in myself now as I look back as to what I was doing and how I was handling things back then. It is harder to work on ourselves than it is to try to fix our husband. I want to say that again. It's harder, it feels harder, to work on ourselves than to try to fix our husband. And so I think that that's why a lot of us stay in that spot of trying to fix and control the addiction way longer than we should and way longer than is healthy because we feel like that is the be-all and end-all of fixing the situation and improving the situation. If we can fix our husband, if we can control what he's doing, if we can control the addiction, if we can change the fact that he's addicted, if he can get sober, and if we can figure out how to make that happen, then our situation will be better. Then and only then will our situation be better. And that's not really true because first of all, you don't have control over that. And I learned that the hard way, trust me. I tried everything for years to change this. And nothing that I personally did ever did change it. It never ended up being what changed it. Because you can't control or fix another person. They are responsible for that. We need to worry about our side of the street. We need to worry about staying in our lane and working on the things that we can control, changing the things that we can change, fixing the things that we can fix. And while sometimes it feels like, excuse me, that's not going to help and I get it, 
I was there for a really long time. I thought that's ridiculous. There's nothing that I need to change. There's nothing that I need to do. This problem all lies with the fact that he's drinking too much and it's destroying our lives. When I finally did start learning about the things that I could change and more importantly, practicing those things, I really was blown away at how much of a difference it truly made. The other thing that we have to realize and think about is sometimes when we go through hard things, God's trying to work some stuff out in us in the process. And when we stop focusing on what our husband is doing, only what our husband is do- husband is doing, then we actually have to look at what we are doing. And that's uncomfortable. Where is God trying to t- take us? How is God trying to change us maybe through this? And that's uncomfortable. I understand. But I want you to know that God is still a loving God. And if there is anything that he's trying to work out in us or change in us, it is for our benefit. And it will most likely be also for the benefit of the people around us in the long run. And the things that God worked out in me and changed in me while I was going through my own recovery, my own um, healing from the trauma and the PTSD and all of the things that I experienced from living this life, I still carry with me into every area of my life. It didn't just change me and help me deal with that situation. And again, that came way late in the game, way too late in the game, which is why I do what I do, because I want to save you from being where I was for as long as I was there, because that is a miserable place. And you can stay there indefinitely. But the period of time that you stay there will be equal to the amount of time that you're miserable. Just letting you know. Tough love. I love you so much. I love you enough to tell you that. But the things that I learned going through that, I now use in every area of my life. It's changed me as a person. It's changed my heart, my brain, you know, the way I think about things, the way I react to things, and and just in general. And when I look back and realize that that was all part of the process, the things that he was trying to work out in me and do in me and change in me was part of it. And if I hadn't gone through that, I wouldn't have experienced that growth, spiritual growth, and just, you know, personal growth in general. So I know it's hard to, first of all, see that when you're in the middle of this. And I know that it's even more difficult to think about actually acting on that and actually trying to make some changes on your side of things. But I want you to hear this. And if you don't take away anything else from this episode, I want you to take this away. Working on yourself and really pressing into the things that you might be able to change to better the situation is definitely not harder than how you're doing it now. It isn't. I promise. I know it feels scary. I know it feels kind of weird to even think about the fact that you may need to do some things. Again, I was there 100%. But I'm telling you now And I have this podcast now to tell you that now I'm looking back with hindsight and I can see it so clearly, which is why I'm here talking to you right now, because I want to make this easier for you. And it starts with what you can do on your side of things. You have to get help for yourself. I know you've heard me say that a million times before. I know you've also heard me say that I didn't believe that myself, but If you'll just trust me here, 
if you'll just dip your toe in the water, if you'll just explore this, and more importantly, try to start practicing it, I promise you that the changes that you feel and the relief that you feel will speak for itself. And it's regardless of what your husband's doing. And I know that for some of you, that seems so impossible. I get it. I was there. But I promise you that you do have a part in, ch- in choosing how happy you are. You have a part in that. And you get to choose how happy you are based on what you're doing, not what he's doing. Doing these things and making these changes is, is a practice. It's something that takes a little bit of time, but it is something that is just so incredibly important. And I say it all the time and I will continue to say it probably every time I talk to you because I just really want to drive this point home that you have to get some help and you have to start working on these things because otherwise you're just at the mercy of what he does for however long he does it. I mean, do you really want to stay in that position? Or maybe you're thinking about just straight up leaving because you can't take it anymore. And of course, that needs to be a a God-led decision. And I don't know what's right for your particular situation. But in the meantime, while you're figuring that out, this is what can help. This can help you. This can help your kids. And this can ultimately help your husband as well. So working on those things is so important. And I promise you it is easier than what you've been doing. Heart wounds lead to blind spots. You're not seeing it because you're, you're, you've, you're going through trauma. You're wounded. You're sad. You know, you're lonely. You're desperate. You're feeling all of those things. And so you can't see the things that you could change that can help you. But I can. So I implore you to please take that seriously. Get some help for yourself. Of course, I would absolutely love to be the one to help you with that, um, you know, through my my program and my membership that I have. It is so much easier when you have some proven tools and a clear path to help you, and that's what I provide you with in my membership. But even if you don't get help through me, check out Al-Anon. Do some, you know, research online explore any other entity that you know or person that you know that can help you with this subject in particular. Someone who's been there, someone who truly understands it. I know you probably want to just talk to sometimes, you know, family and friends, maybe not even that. I didn't even talk to family and friends about it because of the shame and the stigma around it. But maybe you do have some friends who you you have confided in. And while it's awesome to have that support, no one understands it and gets you and gets what's happening like someone who's been there. So having the support from that a person like that and having some pr- proven tools and that path to say, okay, this is where you are. This is where you can get to. Here are the things to do to go from A to B can just truly be life-changing. So again, whether it's through me, whether it's through someone else, the most important thing to me is for you to get help some way, somehow. If you want to do that through me, I would absolutely love to invite you into my course. If you are a uh, like a self-led kind of person and you can just kind of hear some things and learn some things and then pick up the ball and spring into action, that's for you. It's an online program, uh, 30 days if you pop in there every day and do a little bit of it at a time. If you are a self-starter, that would be a great option for you. If you are somebody who really kind of wants more of a path laid out for you and somebody to come alongside you and say, um, 
here's where you are on the journey. Here are the few things that you need to concentrate on right now to move forward into a happier place. Then the membership is for you, the Secret Sister Circle. I would love to have you in there. You can uh, still sign up for that if you would like. All of this is available on my website, marytoaddiction.com, and I'll also link it in the show notes. But again, I would just, I just really ask that somehow you take it seriously, that you need to stop focusing on what he's doing and start looking on at what you're doing and how God might be trying to change you and move in your life and help you and improve things for you. And I promise you that it is not 100% dependent on whether or not your husband starts stops drinking. I promise you. I hope that that's been helpful. I hope that you have um, softened your heart towards this a little bit. I remember how it felt to just feel like this was such a ridiculous concept. But again, I'm telling you this from the viewpoint of somebody who's walked through it and now looks back and thinks, wow, how different things could have been if I knew then what I know now. So please soften your heart and be open to what I'm sharing with you today. I know it's a little bit of tough love. I know it's hard to look at ourselves and think that there might be some things that we should change or that there's some things that we're doing wrong. And it's not to make you feel guilty or to make you feel like you have any blame in this situation because you do not. What I'm trying to share with you is that you don't have to stay where you are and you don't have to be trapped in this hopelessness that you're probably feeling right now. So please get some help for yourself. I love you so much and I will talk to you next time. Hey, I just wanted to take a quick second to thank you so much for being here and for listening to the Married to Addiction podcast. I really hope that it's blessing you. If you are enjoying the podcast, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you go and leave either a rating, a review, or maybe even both on your favorite podcast platform so that other people can find the podcast? When a podcast is new, a lot of times the ratings and reviews is what helps push it out to more people. And I would love to get this out to as many of us secret sisters as possible. And you could definitely help me with that by going and leaving a rating or review. Thank you so much for your help with this. And thanks again for listening.